welcome to this week's episode of the Home Inspector's Perspective with your host, Daitanyan Sai. In this week's episode, we will discuss what is a home inspection and what you should expect. Are you ready? Let's begin. And here's your host, Daitanyan Sai. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Home Inspector's Perspective. Your host, Daitanyan Sai, licensed home inspector and home inspector coach, as well as licensed real estate agent. In today's episode, uh, we're going to discuss what is a home inspection and what should you expect. Uh, today's episode is slightly different than the previous two. Uh, this episode is a video podcast, uh, as well as being able to be streamed via audio as well. So elevating it up just a little bit. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started uh, here. So the home inspection process, uh, we're just going to get into what is a home inspection and what should you expect so once you have found that home that you love it's now time to get that home inspection and you need to know exactly what that entails um, and this podcast is for buyers um, but also for real estate agents uh, as well uh, so we'll touch on some topics that focus on agents as well but in this episode we're going to discuss uh, what is a home inspection and what you should expect. So the agenda, we're going to talk about what is home, what a home inspection is and what a home inspection is not. Uh, setting your expectation. And then we're also going to discuss um, the pre-listing inspection for those that are potentially looking to sell their home uh, and how the home inspection uh, plays a role or the, the role that a home inspection will play in that as well all right so let's go ahead and get started so what is a home inspection well the home inspection is a visual inspection for the day of inspection so all these components of the home uh from the exterior interior the roof to the foundation and everything in between uh, an attached garage detached garage all those things are to be inspected with a standard home inspection. Um, now, other structures, like there's a second home um, on the property, such as a guest suite, that is not part of the standard home inspection. Um, that would be an additional cost. Um, sheds and all those things like that are not part of the standard home inspection. Some home inspectors uh, will do it as a courtesy, uh, but Technically, it is not a part of the standard home inspection. So everything that is a part of the actual home inspection um, is all the things that are attached to the home. And the only exception for that would be a detached garage or carport. That is also part of the home inspection that needs to be inspected. So the home inspection is a vision inspection of the day of the inspection. So the home inspection is designed to provide a client with 
objective information regarding the condition of the systems and components of the home as inspected at the time of the inspection. Acts to identify visible defects and conditions that, in the judgment of the inspector, adversely affect the function or integrity of the items, components, and systems inspected, including those or components near the end of their serviceable life. So that's in a nutshell as to what's going to happen during the inspection there. Your home inspector is going to come out and based on his or her professional opinion, I was going to go into detail about identifying defects to bring them to your attention. Key word here uh, in the very beginning is objective information. So it is not the home inspector's uh, job to sway the client one way or the other, whether they should or should not buy the home. The home inspector's job is to simply present the information so that you as the client can make an informed decision to see how you would like to move forward uh, with that home. So quick example here. So I have gotten asked on several occasions um, from my clients. Um, and I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast of, you know, would you buy this house? And I just have a very canned response. Uh, that my opinion does not matter because I'm not the one buying the home. My job is to provide you the information necessary so that you can make the informed decision so that you can discuss with your agent. Uh, and if you have the opportunity to negotiate with a seller, you know, you're going to prioritize some of the things that you want to have addressed by the seller. And then that's where the negotiation begins back and forth between your agent and the seller's agent um, for how you're going to proceed and suddenly the negotiations around the defects that have been identified. My job is to present you all the information and provide you any answers or any questions you have about what was found in the inspection report so that you can make an informed decision as to how you want to move forward. So, share what the home inspection is. We need to get into what the home inspection is not. Uh, and this ties into um, setting your expectations so that you know going in um, what a home inspection is not. So an inspection is not, repeat, it is not technically exhaustive. An inspection will not identify concealed or latent defects, deal with aesthetic concerns, or what could be deemed as matters of taste, cosmetic defects, etc. In addition, a home inspection is not and I repeat, it is not a code inspection. We are not code inspectors. Uh, so when the county or municipal sends out their inspectors, um, they're looking for the very minimum items there associated with the um, with code. As home inspectors, um, you know our thing, the, the underlining of a home inspection is in code, but we're not code inspectors, so we're not responsible or obligated to keep up with the changing of code. For example. Uh, there could be a code, a national code, you know, that's, that's out there, but a particular municipality um, changes uh, a code uh, because of its unique situation for where um, the home lies within the, the jurisdiction of said municipality. So they may have a different code as relates to their jurisdiction. Um, so as home inspectors, we're not required to keep up with the ever-changing world of codes. Um, but what we do is we have our own standards of practice that we use uh, and we're basically going on what is 
common traditional practice and clear safety hazard and defects associated with the home. And we point those things out to you within the inspection report. Another thing, and this is, um, you know, I guess I'm speaking to my uh, agent, fellow agents out there. So I'm a licensed real estate agent as well. And so the perception of the home inspection uh, for some agents uh, is that it's a deal killer. Um, and so, you know, some of them dread uh, getting an inspection report uh, because they feel as though sometimes it may kill the deal. Um, and as an inspector, and I'm not being biased in here, I don't think, um, the home inspection is just the information about the home. Uh, what makes or kills the deal is what happens with the negotiation after the fact. Um, uh, home inspectors in the industry sometimes say, hey, it wasn't an inspection uh, that killed the deal. The home committed suicide. Um, that, you know, it just was the home, which is in such a interesting state um, that the conscious chose to not to move forward based on what potential things that they will have to inherit by taking ownership of the home. Um, and maybe the seller may or may not want to uh, make any concessions, um, either via credits or actually getting things fixed. And as a result of those negotiations, <clears throat> the seller, excuse me, the buyer, uh, chose to exit the deal, which is their right if they have the home inspection contingency. So the home inspection is not a deal killer um, on, on the surface. However, and this is where home inspectors have to stay uh, in their lane. Um, and so when I said that it's supposed to be objective, that's exactly what it's supposed to be. So how a home inspector communicates uh, what's inside the report can spook clients, um, which may make real estate agents feel as though that, you know, the home inspector killed the deal, not necessarily the home inspection itself, but the home inspector as to how he or she conveyed the information uh, to the client. Um, so when I speak with my clients, I say from the very beginning, because it's true, none of this is a lie. Um, everything can be fixed on a home. It's just a matter of who's going to fix it. And my job as the inspector is to present you all the necessary information so that you can make an informed decision as to how you would like to move forward. But everything can be fixed. And um, just because you see a high number of defects on there, um, every major defect is not created equal. Although we have to identify it as a major defect, doesn't necessarily mean um, that it's going to be costly or that you value it as a major defect personally. Uh, for example, um, if there's obviously some issues going on with the roof, you know, shingles missing, um, flashing issues, et cetera, on the roof compared to a handrail missing um, that's going down the basement, the exterior basement stairway. Both of those considered major defects. Um, one can cause issues in the home and other ones a safety issue where someone can lose their balance and have nothing to grab onto, tumble down the steps or hurt themselves. Um, but uh, you as the home buyer, when it comes to weighing those things out, when it comes to what you want to negotiate with the seller, you may or may not consider the handrail being missing of great value or great importance to you in your negotiation. That's something that you can either take on yourself or you just never plan on addressing at all. Um, but you may want to have the roof address. Uh, so 
as I share with my clients, every major defect is not created equal. So as you view and look through that inspection report, you can then prioritize. It's not our job as the home inspector to rank order or prioritize because what I may deem important, you may not deem important. So I strongly advise my clients, go through the inspection report thoroughly, look at everything from the minor defects, the major defects, and any material defects. And then from there, uh, you can decide what you want to do. So let me give you another example. So a material defect, um, and that's something where, you know, there could be imminent harm or um, issues with the home. So one um, defect that falls into that category is the garage door between the house and the home not being self-closing. Now, you know, one may say, well, why is that considered a material defect? Well, because the door is supposed to self-close because if someone has the car running or their vehicle running inside the garage and the garage door is open, then carbon monoxide can come in, which obviously is a hazard um, to all the occupants uh, inside. And so, although it's a material defect, it's a relatively quick and inexpensive fix. Simply change the hinges on the doors so that it now becomes a self-closing door. So I do my best to educate my clients to not get caught up in, you know, you see a material defect and you, and you, and you, um, you know, get really excited or spooked. Like, no, not necessarily a cause for great concern. Um, if it's not, if it's not addressed, yes, but not that it cannot be addressed. That's something you can just take on, on your own. It's not necessarily something that you may cause you to walk away from the deal. So I make sure I explain to my clients what the defects are. And then from there and answer any outstanding questions they may have so that they can feel comfortable in doing their own rank ordering as to how they want to proceed in negotiations with the seller. If indeed they do have an option to negotiate. So the home inspection in itself is not the deal killer. Uh, what happens once all parties involved receive the report, how it is interpreted, and how the negotiations happen after that, which is what ultimately uh, can kill uh, the deal as a result of having a home inspection. So for clients, setting the expectation on price um, this is really going to um, help you uh, if you put this in this framework here. So most home inspectors charge by the square footage of the home. So the larger the home, the more the home inspection is going to cost. And depending on um, where your home is located, um, what systems it has. So if it's on a well and septic system, then you're probably going to want to budget more because that may be something that you want to inspect. Um, so the well and septic system is the responsibility of the homeowner. So the county or municipality is not coming out to service um, your well and septic system. So you're responsible for that. Uh, and for a well system, in addition to all the components you're responsible for, um, you're also responsible for maintaining the water quality of it. So the EPA recommends that you test your water annually um, to make sure there are no contaminants in there. And then if there are, then you can have 
um, you can go about uh, addressing that. But that is the responsibility of the um, homeowner to uh, address all those things associated with the well and septic system. So the cost of that um, for inspecting those things um, is going to be much higher than a standard inspection because the well and septic system are separate. Those are considered add-on services. So you want to budget accordingly. You want to be able to get as much information about the home potentially as possible. Um, but if you have set yourself a lower budget um, and then it comes time to know that this home has, you know, these features here, you know, you may be stretching yourself a little thin and then you may choose to forego getting said inspection for your information purposes um, and then walk into something after you buy the home that, you know, you possibly could have avoided or potentially negotiated with the seller um, to have addressed. So that's something to really consider. Uh, so you also may have want to have some additional um, add-on services such as getting a termite inspection, um, you know, usually between $75 and $99 as an add-on service. For most inspectors, uh, with my inspections, it comes complimentary. Um, radar inspection, added on. Um, that's always highly recommended that you get a radon inspection. Uh, it's the second leading cause of lung cancer in the country. Um, you may want to get the water quality tested, not just if you have a well uh, system, but public water as well. Just kind of think of uh, Flint, Michigan there. So you may always want to test the quality of the water, especially if um, you know, you're living in a city that's had a history of, of concerns with lead, et cetera. Um, well inspection mentioned that. Um, mode testing, lead testing, all those things you may want. And some inspectors um, offer a repair uh, report as well. And so the way that, that works is if all the defects that are found on the home you know, usually get sent out to a third-party company, that third-party company will assess what the defects are and a cost estimate associated with it. So then you have that um, in your for informational purposes only, um, depending on who, what, what company they're using, to know what the costs are associated with the repairs. So then you can use that in negotiation um, with the seller, um, or you can use that if you're buying it as is, or you choose to take some things on, on your own, um, that you have a baseline when it comes time to negotiate with contractors around the approximate cost of what it would cost to um, address the issues that were found. So. Um, that can be helpful as well. So you definitely want to understand um, what the cost is associated, um, the potential cost associated is with the home inspection and budget accordingly. Um, so I would say budget on the high end. And if you don't need all the services, what have you, then you have some money where you can allocate that to something else. So you want to have um, a more than less when it comes to because you want to, I, I highly recommend the clients get everything that they would like to get to know about the home um, and not let price be a reason why you didn't get something that you really, really would have liked to know more about. So again, setting the expectation, value versus price. So, you know, some people are price hunting out there. Um, I strongly recommend that you value hunt um, so that you know, your home inspector is providing you great value. Um, like what all are you getting with the home inspection? And so in the previous podcast and how to vet a home inspector touched on that as to in asking the home inspector, 
exactly what all are you getting with the cost of the price of your home inspection um you know sometimes they say well there's a saying that you know if you are simply pricing you get what you pay for sometimes so it's not necessarily looking for the cheapest home inspector it's looking for the home inspector that is going to be able to meet the needs that you have um and the value that they are going to provide you so um shameless plug here um, so here's what comes is to get an idea of value. So with my home inspections comes with a free termite inspection, uh, free recall check, meaning I'll scan all the data appliances and tags available. Um, and there's, if there's ever a recall on any of those items, um, the clients will get an email with the information from the manufacturer and the contact number so they can reach out to them to get those items fixed to be placed at no cost to them. Also include um, some warranties, a 90-day structure mechanical warranty, 90-day water and sewer warranty, a 90-day mode and safe warranty, and a five-year roof leak protection, and also a home energy report. Now with those warranties, because what a home inspection is, is a snapshot in time. This is what what the home was like the day of inspection. The conditions of the home can change, especially if it's an occupied home. There are many times when the seller's moving out of the home, um, they can change the condition of the home um, as they're moving out. So the way the warranties work is gives them my clients some additional peace of mind and knowing that they have some coverage in the event. So the 90-day structure mechanical. So HVAC system falls under mechanical. So the day, here's an example. So the day that I did the inspection, everything may have been working just fine, right? It depends on the season. Uh, we might be at the tail in the winter about to go into spring. So if it's in the winter time and if it's a, um, not a furnace, but if it's a heat pump, well, in the winter time, I can't test the AC on a heat pump. And if it's the summertime, I can't test the heat pump, the heat side of the heat pump. Um, so the line of demarcation is 65 degrees. So if it's cooler than 65 degrees, can't test the AC. If it's warmer than 65 degrees, can't test the heat side. So if it's a heat pump system and I come out depending on the time of the year, may not, but it may fall within a 90 day window um, when the season may change where you can test maybe go from summer to fall, et cetera. So I had a client uh, that did it, I did the inspection um, in December. And when I did the inspection, um, and he had a gas furnace and AC, so everything was working just fine because I was able to test the gas furnace. Um, there's no restriction on that. So I was able to test that um, to make sure that it is functioned, not you know trying to heat the house up. I just want to make sure that the system functioned. So um, there were some issues with the system in general. And so there was a responsibility at that time to negotiate with the seller to get those things repaired. He moves into the home within 90 days, um, did a winter kicks in, the heat's not working. And so because during the inspection, when I tested it, everything was working fine, it fell under the warranty for it to get addressed. So he was very pleased with that. And many customers will be pleased with that as well because there was no deductible associated with getting that concern addressed. So I offer those things uh, to my clients, which provides them great value and peace of mind uh, and knowing 
that they walk into the home with some coverage uh, at no additional cost to them. So just keep that in mind when you're um, dealing with inspectors to see what value um, they're going to offer you besides just the cost of the inspection and providing you a inspection. And I'm going to just go out and let them and say, hey, they're going to provide you an awesome inspection. Um, but they may not provide you all the value that you would like to have or know that's possible for you to get. So for agents, you know, how can the agents um, provide value to you as the client? And for my agents out there, you know, just here's how you can provide some value uh, to your clients and this whole ins home inspection process. So as agents, you should definitely set clear expectations uh, of the home inspection for the client. So basically what I've shared before, it's a snapshot in time to provide information uh, on the home. You know, setting proper time frame for the home inspection contingency. I cannot stress this enough. So let me just give you an ex another example. So if a home is on well and septic and the client wants to get the water tested, typically the turnaround time to get that sample back is five business days. So if one moment. Sorry about that. I had to plug in if I had to lose power. So the time frame to get a water quality test results back is five business days, typically from the time the lab receives the sample. So if the home inspector has to ship out, it uses overnight shipping, but that's one day to get the get it there, and then it's going to take five days business days. Um, to get the results back. So if the contingency window is not long enough, you may not, or more than likely, you will not be able to get the results back in time to make a decision whether or not if the water is contaminated to negotiate to have the seller address that issue. And depending on what the contaminant is, um, you know, that may or may not be a, de a determining factor whether or not you want to move forward with the home or not. However, you know, if your contingency window closes before you get the results back, you just had to move forward, potentially um, not knowing what those results are. So I definitely encourage agents to, based on the type of inspections and tests that your client wants, that your contingency window um, reflects that so that all those things can be done. For my agents, as well as my clients uh, and you guys out there, Make sure you read the entire inspection report to review with your client. And this is for agents as well. So let me just give you another example. So at the end of my inspections, I go over with, I go over with, with the client and if the agents there with them as well, you know, an overview of what, what happened. You know, here are all the defects that I found and greater detail will be found within the inspection report. And in this particular one, um, I shared with the client that in the garage, it appeared to be possible mold. And as inspectors, we can't say that it's mold. We only can say that it's fungal growth, possible mold. Only way to determine it is to actually test for it. So I shared um, with the with the client and the agent that was there that 
you know, in the area, in the garage, there was possible mold there. There was fungal growth there. Um, and I pulled out my moisture meter and I tested around there and captured it via video, which was inside the report, um, stating that it's possible mold one. And second, um, that it didn't appear to be wet surrounding the area. But I showed my client that, hey, you know, you potentially could just spot check and, you know, deal with that on your own if you wanted to um, without having to get a mold test because I didn't see any other signs of fungal growth anywhere else uh, inside the home or the garage. It was just in that area. So it may or may not been um, mold at all. <clears throat> so I get a call from the agent a few days later um, saying, hey, um, we had, we, we got a little hiccup here with the seller here. Cause she's going back and forth with us about, um, what you put in the report about the mold being there. And I said, correction, I said possible mode, um, because it was never confirmed because we didn't do any tests that it was possible mode. And I asked her, I said, well, did you look at the report? She said, no, not yet. Now, this is a few days after the inspection report has been published. She said, no, not yet. So clearly she did not, you know, no, not yet. I mean, she did not read the inspection report, nor did she um, see the video. <clears throat> she just went on the fact that I mentioned possible mode and she just heard mode. And that's what she went with, that there was mode in the garage uh, and didn't get the clarification that she needed before interacting with the other side, making a request to have something to address. So that was a point of contention that potentially did not have to happen if the agent herself read the inspection report, then she'd have been able to advise our shared client um, better and how to move forward in that negotiation. So you don't want to put the deal in jeopardy yourself because as a deal killer, right? Potentially, you know, that could potentially kill the deal since there was a point of contention. It had nothing to do with the inspection report itself, it had nothing to do with how I conveyed the information. It had everything to do with how it was interpreted and received and lack thereof and reading the entire report on part of said agent to further and best advise her client. So we don't want to do that. So everyone listen, everyone needs to read the home inspection report uh, so that you can get a good idea of what's going on. And then by all means, reach out to your home inspector um, to ask any clarifying questions um, as needed. And then for my agents, um, your client wants to feel that you have their best interest at heart and that you're not there solely for the commission. So that's a great way to add value to them, showing that you are looking out for their best interest with the information from the inspection report as to how you're going to negotiate on their behalf with the seller so that they can move into a home that they feel comfortable with. So for those that are sellers agents, um, here's the value, and this is for potential homeowners that are looking to sell. So there is value in the pre-listing inspection. So potentially you can definitely sell your home for more money um, because you've had the home inspected. Um, does not preclude the buyer from getting an inspection, but some buyers um, will simply feel comfortable that the home has been inspected. They can see the inspection report and whatever repairs that you made by a licensed professional, they can see all those things and they may feel comfortable in waiving um, their home inspection contingency 
um, because you had the inspection already done. The another advantage of that is that you can get repairs done uh, on your own timeline. So once the home goes under contract, the deal is in jeopardy um, because if there is a home inspection contingency, the seller can, excuse me, the buyer can exit the deal because of the home inspection, you know, for whatever that reason may be, whether it's, they just, it was just too many repairs for them or as the seller, you just didn't want to make any repairs um, and the budget. So sellers should budget for repairs potentially um, as well, because with the buyer gets a home inspection and the home is not being so technically as is, you may want to figure out whether or not you want to, what's your budget for repairs, or you're going to do concessions, seller credits, et cetera, um, based on whatever, you know, the legalities are within your state as to what all you're able to give. So those are the conversations that um, sellers need to have with their agents to kind of have, be prepared on that end so that the deal does not um, end because financially um the, the conversations wasn't there around repairs um so some home inspectors um have some partnerships and i have a partnership with a uh, repair pricing company um, that not only will they give you the repair estimates um but for sellers they don't have to have any out-of-pocket costs so that money will come out of closing so now that gives you another advantage you get the home inspection, find out what all needs to be done. You can decide, rank order, what are those things that you want to have done. Now you have a licensed contract to come out, make those repairs, and you have no repair, no, no out-of-pocket expense um, to pay. It just comes out of closing. And so now you put the home in the best possible position to be sold at a higher rate. And sometimes it can be a bidding war. Um, because the home is in a more optimal state. Uh, and then if I'm doing that inspection, um, those warranties that I referred to earlier um, come with the home and are, are transferable over to the new buyer, which also gives them that additional peace of mind that also can help your home sell for more. So there is great value uh, in having the um, pre-listing inspection. If you are a listing agent or if you're still considering um, selling your home, so, you know, in closing, you know, hopefully the information that was shared today um, will help clear up any misunderstandings about what a home inspection is, what it isn't, um, what you should expect due to, based on a home inspection so that you can have a great home inspection. Um, and when you get to that part of the real estate transaction process, it can be a less stressful uh, space. Because many times folk are very anxious and full of, the, of anxiety when it comes to the home inspection, mainly because they weren't necessarily well-informed or prepared um, when it got to this stage here. So I definitely do my best to try to fill that gap um, to relax the clients and sometimes the agent um, as well around what the findings were um, and then basically how you know they can move forward using that information to negotiate um, with the conversation with their agent around what they want to do next. So if you happen to be in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area, feel free to consider me at DS Home Inspection Services. Uh, 
You can visit me on the website, www.dsandavidsinspectswithas.com, or you can give us a call, 240-900-3208. And if you mention this podcast as how you came in contact with us, you'll be able to use this promo code to give yourself a discount off of services. All right, so hopefully you enjoyed. Please like and share and tune in to next week's episode or our next episode may or may not be next week, but tune into the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of what is a home inspection and what it is not. And with that, we're out. listening to this week's episode of the home inspector's perspective with Daitanyan Sai. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd greatly appreciate if you like and subscribe for more episodes. Share this episode with friends, colleagues, and family. Tune in for our next episode, breaking down the home inspection report. Until then, take care.